Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast. On this episode... Me and my girlfriend, Alyssa and I, were celebrating our two-year anniversary. Get to four years. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope to do so. I think it turned out really, really nicely. I didn't help with it. Um, no, you didn't. Sorry. You didn't ask me. I didn't ask you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. How did you do it? I just, I set the keys down in the seat. You have got to be kidding me. Of all days, my two-year anniversary, this is driving me nuts. I, I no, did. what would have been stupid would have been breaking the window. I thought about it. I I didn't think about it very long. <laughs> and now, here's your host, Jeremy Neus and Garrett Horn. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and I'm joined by the bearded baller himself, Garrett Horn. How's it going, my friend? Bearded baller. I like it. You like that? I am a baller. That's right. <laughs> On and off the court. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great. How are you doing, Mr. I'm, Jeremy? I've never haven't talked to you in a long time. I know. I That's know. not true. Yeah. It's a big lie. I'm doing well. <laughs> it's just the two of us today on the show, uh, but we've got what looks to be a fun episode for you today. So what do you say we get started? Well, Caleb's here. Well, he is here, yes, but someone's always here. He's waving at you guys. He's Wave just, back, everybody. He's pretty, ups- he's pretty upset that Jeremy kind of ignored him being here. Yeah, he, he's seething. Yeah, turning red. Yeah. <laughs> All right, today on the show, I'm going to tell an interesting story from my life that happened recently, and if it's anything like the Steven story, well, then that could be entertaining. I don't think it's anything like the Steven story. (laughs) Then we'll have the Clash of the Wits. Uh, Garrett and I are going to do something fun. We're going to kind of write a letter to our past self, as it were, um, without writing, and then uh, we'll answer some listener questions. We'll have the best advice in the world. Uh, But before we begin, it is time for the Upside Up Headlines. We, uh, first of all, want to address uh, the change in our intro. I hope everyone has enjoyed that. The uh, feedback that we have gotten from that has been great, so we appreciate that. We do want to address the fact that Katie did not actually write the additional music that was added to that. That was... uh, Poor planning on our part. When I was listening to the episode back, I thought that that might be confusing. She did not write that. Not that I don't think she can write something as good as that, as good better. as that, or better. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that was just some royalty-free music we got offline. So uh, I hope everyone's enjoying that, and uh, we're en- we're enjoying the changes to the show. Over to you, Garrett. Yeah, we just want to thank Katie for a great episode last time. It's gotten. Uh, it's, it's gotten a lot of feedback. It's been a pretty big hit. And uh, she's a pretty talented musician. And uh, it was very interesting to hear her talk about it. Back to you, Jeremy. Thank you, Garrett. And then we've also got uh, a YouTube video coming out hopefully soon. Uh, we're excited about that process that is still in the works. So be looking for that. Trust me, you will know when that comes out. And that's your headlines. All right, so we're going to talk about a, an interesting story from my life, I think. Uh, it, it happened re- uh, not too long ago, about, let's see, about a month ago. Uh, a little bit of background for it. Uh, we were cel- me, and, me and my girlfriend, Alyssa, and I were celebrating our two-year anniversary. We started dating on uh, February 17, 2015, and we were celebrating that. So a little random um, Get to four years. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope to do so. But uh, 
we're celebrating that, and I've, I've been thinking, what am I going to do for a gift for her? There's a, uh, a lot of things running through my mind. Do I want to go jewelry? Do I, It's got to be special, you know, two-year anniversary. Uh, I want it to be special. So uh, I decided, with a little help from uh, uh, my brother-in-law, Caleb, uh, that, that we were going to make a swing for her. And uh, you've seen the swing. Very good swing. I, I'm quite proud of the swing. A, a lot of people helped me with it, but I think it turned out really, really nicely. I didn't help with it. Um, no, you didn't. Sorry. That's, you didn't ask me. I didn't ask you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Uh, but... Uh, so I had been preparing the swing since Christmas time. I've been getting plans. I've been looking at woods and all this kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, I, we got it built. And leading up to the day that I was going to unveil, unveil it to her, it was a Friday, February 17th this year. And I had asked off a year, uh, a year, excuse me, a day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I asked off a year in advance. No, <laughs> I asked off a, to, that I could leave an hour earlier because... Uh, with it being February, it was going to get dark um, about the time I would get off. And so I wanted to be able to show it to her in the daylight. So uh, it was okay with my boss and everything for me to leave at four instead of five. And so the day before, we went and uh, we hung the swing, me and Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Lance, Alyssa's dad, and got everything ready. So I'm super excited. I put the cushion in the back seat of my car, or actually in the, in the trunk. And uh, so I'm all excited about it. I get off at four o'clock, long uh, eight hour day or whatever. And uh, I head out to my car, tell everyone goodbye. I get out there and this requires a little bit of backstory too. At, at the job I work at, it can be kind of nasty. You wouldn't think that at a, at a bookstore, but the That's boxes that come off the UPS trucks and that kind of stuff, they They've got a bunch of dirt on them oftentimes, and so it will get on my shirts oftentimes. So I decided to bring an extra shirt to change into, you know, nice date and everything. I made reservations for this dirt for <laughs> dirt. <laughs> for this for dirt. dirt. <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> I can't talk. But uh, made reservations. So I wanted to dress nicely. So I had a, a shirt waiting on me in the car to change into. And as I'm walking out to my car, I'm thinking, do I want to change in the building or do I just want to like jump in the back seat and change it right quick? I had, you know, I had garments under my clothes or whatever, so it wasn't horribly indecent or anything. But I was just trying to figure out how I wanted to do it. I decided I'll just jump in the back seat of my car. So I get out of my car and jump in the back seat. And well, I tried to jump in the back seat, but I reach for the handle and it's locked. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to unlock the door. And I look and the, <laughs> the driver's side is locked. Oh, no. And my keys aren't in my pocket. They're in the passenger seat. I'm like, Jeremy, you li- you did not just do this. I'm I'm on a time crunch. I'm trying to get to Alyssa to show her this and then to get to our reservations. I'm super excited about it. And I just left my keys in there. The ironic thing is that someone, a, a customer came that day and locked their keys in their car. In a Ford Taurus. Wow. Weird. Bad day for those cars. Yeah, I'll tell you what. How did you do it? I just, I set the keys down in the seat and I was like, I need to jump in the back seat. And and I opened my door and habitually just locked it because that's usually how oh. I get out of my car is I lock the door right before I close it. Didn't even think eh. about it. Yeah. Wrong answer. Wrong answer indeed. So I'm like, what am I going to do now? My first thing is, okay, I need somebody to unlock this. No, I don't want to pay anyone. Okay, how do I get in this myself? 
So I, I we're looking around for a wire hanger. We get um, some wire from a fly swatter. Mr. Herbert grabbed the mallet off of the fly swatter and threw it in the trash <laughs> and untwisted it and gave it to me. And so I'm like, this should work. There was a little separation in the seal of the door. I think somebody had actually either tried to break in it before I had it or something. Wow. I don't, I don't know what happened, but there's a, it's got a bent place. And so I was like, I can just, you know, finagle this in there and uh, unlock the door. Well, I make a little loop in the wire and I get it actually on the thing, on the, I don't know what you call that, little post uh-huh. uh, that indicates whether it's unlocked or locked. And I tried to pull it up, but I can't get it tight enough on there, enough leverage to actually pull it up. Um, so I'm like, well, that's not going to work. Then, so I'm starting to lose patience. I call Alyssa and I'm like, I lock my keys out of my car. I'm trying to get there. I'm really, really sorry. We'll figure it out. Just bear with me a little bit. She mad. She actually wasn't. She was really cool about it the whole time. But, um, yeah, I I didn't think she would be either. She's pretty understanding about that kind of thing. But I'm mad at myself. I'm really frustrated. So, Miss Carrie comes out, and she's like, that's a co-worker. And she goes, I've seen people do this. And she's showing me to put it in between the window and the, the seal of the door and there's apparently some sort of bar or something that you latch onto and you pull it up. Uh-huh. I've never done this, never heard of it. And so I'm you know, I'm going in there blindly and I'm working on it and working on it. And it's just not working. I can't I can't make anything work with it. So I call my dad and I'm like, I lock my keys out of my car and He's, you know, trying to work out something so I can make it to a date or whatever. I'm just kind of frustrated because I really want to open it. And if you remember, the cushion for the swing is in the trunk of my car. Mm-hmm. So part of her gift's in there, plus my deodorant, man. I probably don't smell very good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> and uh, so I'm on the phone with him. I said, I want, to, I want to keep working on this for a little bit. I've got an idea. So what I decided to do is I was going to see if I could find a pin and attach the wire to it somehow with either twisting it on or taping it and see if I could shove that in and hit the unlock button on the door. So I'm like, that, oh, okay. that might work. So um, I'm looking around for, for a pin, and I look at this one pin holder, and there is this toy in there that is a, a, a wooden dowel rod type thing. Uh-huh. And on the end of it is a plastic hand that's making a pointing motion. It's it's like a teacher's yeah, yeah, aid yeah, thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's perfect as long as that's hard on the end. And I feel it and it's a hard plastic. I'm like, yes, this will work. <laughs> I can't believe this thing's going to save the day. <laughs> and so I tape it to it and I make the tape too thick. And so now I have to go in because I can't get it through the door. <laughs> and so now I have to go in and untape it. And now I'm starting to really lose patience. And I call Alyssa, I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get in this. Just, I'm, I'm really frustrated. And she said later, she, was, she could tell I was like really, really frustrated at this point. And uh, we retape it and I get it in the door. I have a picture of my phone, on my phone, of it in there. Uh-huh. And it's literally an inch and a half or two inches away from the button. Oh like, my. It is right there. But there, I can't get any farther. The, the wire is too short and it's too flimsy. And I just, I can't hit it. And so I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Of all days, my two-year anniversary, this is driving me nuts. So this lady comes out into the parking lot. And she's she's headed home. And she works at the uh, art studio there on the square. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you lock yourself out of your car? I was like, yes, ma'am. And she goes, did you try this? Did you try that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Tried that. Can't get to work. Can't get to work. 
uh, yes, all the doors are locked, I checked. And she goes, well, we might have some wire inside. I work at the art studio, let me try that. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. So how she long re- is this going on? Okay, so I get out there at four o'clock. It's about 4.45 at this point. Oh. I, I'm bleeding from my hands, from the wires I've cut myself. Oh my. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so aggravated. She runs in to help with that. I talked to Miss Carrie and she's like, have you talked, have you thought about, you know, getting a locksmith? I was like, I have, but you see the problem is of how expensive they are. And I told her about how much I would imagine they cost. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. So that lady still hasn't come out of the art studio. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to call Alyssa and my dad and have them. Dad offered to bring me a car with my mom so I have a vehicle. It wouldn't be the date I had imagined and planned, but yeah. we'll make it work the best we can. And so Alyssa, Mr. Lance drove Alyssa to uh, Athens and my dad brought the car or was bringing the car with my mom as well, bringing the van. So he had a vehicle to go back. A very inconvenient thing about this is that my key to unlock the store the next morning I'll, I'll work on Saturdays and I have the key to unlock it on Saturdays it's in there on my key ring so mm. now I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow for work <laughs> and I'm just seething I'm just so irritated and I go out there to work on it some more as I wait for everyone to come uh, Alyssa's mom texts me and said do you want us to move the swing I forgot to mention this the swing we set it up at her grandparents' house so she wouldn't see it. And mm-hmm. we were going to take her. Um, I was going to pick her up and take her there. We were going to show her the swing. And then Mr. Lance was going to come with the trail. We are going to load it up. And Alyssa and I were going to go to our uh, our dinner, our reservations. I made reservations at 6 o'clock. So, oh, it's like 4.45. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on a time crunch now. And now it's just to make the reservations. And I'm working out there. Working on it, working on it, working on it. I'm like, I've basically given up in my mind, but I'm, I'm still trying stuff. And I look over to the, out of the corner of my eye, at, just at the traffic going on. And I kind of think in the back of my mind, I was like, it's kind of weird, I'll be honest, that someone hasn't seen me out here. Because it's a pretty empty parking lot at this point. Cars going by. It's kind of weird that no one has stopped just because we're in the hard Dixie. Not that I expect them and that they should. Yeah. But it's just kind of weird that that hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, and and right after I finish that thought, I look over in, at, on Green Street, and there's this orange truck coming down. And as it gets past the store, I see Ted's lock and key. <laughs> I'm like, that's a locksmith. And I, was, and I watched the vehicle, and it turns in the parking lot I'm at. And my immediate thought is, Miss Carrie. She called the locksmith for Miss Carrie called the locksmith. And part of me is like, that is one of the nicest things. <laughs> part of me is going, I cannot believe she did that. <laughs> that is, it, it almost makes me mad it was so nice. You yeah. Know? And he turns in, gets out of his car, and he goes, uh, having some trouble? And I said, yes, sir. He go, And I go, did a, did a lady call you? And he goes, no, no one called me. Huh. And I was like, no one called you. He was like, no, no one called me. I, at first, I thought he was lying to me. And I'm like, wow, no one called me. And I look, and this little boy jumps out of the vehicle. I'm like, that's weird. And I see this woman, two cars down from me. The backstory story uh, to what had actually happened was that 
this gentleman, I don't know if he's Ted, but uh, <laughs> the locksmith, yeah. comes to that parking lot to drop off his son to the mother who works at the bank at the same intersection I do, two cars down from me, oh. and just so happened to be a locksmith. And he unlocks my car right as Mr. Lance and uh, Alyssa are pointing up. My parents hadn't gotten there yet. He just unlocks my car, and I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. You know, I was like, this is going to be an awesome story. That's one of the things popping through my head. Because, I mean, that does that just doesn't happen. Someone just done with that kind of expertise just show up at your doorstep. He didn't you know, make you pay? He w- I shoved a $20 bill down his esophagus and he wouldn't take it. <laughs> no, like, I, I forced it to him. And I was like, <laughs> I remember thinking, it's like, if I say insist, then he'll have to take it. And he wouldn't take it. Uh, I insisted like three times. And he wouldn't take the money. <laughs> He would not let me pay just the kindness in his heart, but I just thought that that was so cool that someone took the time to help me, as well as the coincidence of that being right there. Like, that is just is so crazy to me. So, yeah, so uh, that was right around 5 o'clock. Alyssa and I jump in my car uh, a little while after that and uh, head to Huntsville where out, where we had reservations. It was actually at Bravo and Bridge Street. So it was Ooh. a little yeah, Bravo. Uh, it was a little bit of a, a drive. So, but we were able to make it there uh, right on time, and we had a great we had a great date. And then I we I took her home and I showed her the swing with the cushion in the <laughs> swing, and she just was like super ecstatic. So it it ended up really working out really well. I have a scar a little bit where the wire cut me. But <laughs> it, it worked out really well. But I guess a lesson to myself, thinking back on it, I don't know how I wouldn't, but I don't need to get quite that frustrated about it. Yeah. But I don't know. it, Listener, I don't know if you've ever locked your keys out of your car, but it's such a helpless state because your transportation is right in front of you. You just cannot physically get in it. <laughs> and I, I will admit, I did think about breaking the window once. I was like, that's not what I need to do. <laughs> I've locked my keys in a car once when the car was actually running. I still don't know how that happened. That's impressive. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. I, when was that? It was I was it was at church one Sunday. Uh, it was it was when Lauren used to drive a Jeep, uh, and I got I pulled it up to. I guess I, I might have been picking up my mom when she broke her foot or something like that. Anyway, I pulled it up to, at church for you know that underpass yeah. thing, and I got out. And I tried to open the door, and it was locked, and I couldn't get in. Huh. And uh, we we did call a locksmith, but we got, actually got it unlocked before he got there. How'd you unlock it? Stick a wire I down? Think, I think David Falk stuck a wire down there and got it. I, I, I need to learn how to do that. That's a very valuable skill. I, I tried to watch a YouTube video when I was doing it, but I couldn't focus on it because I was too irritated. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, So maybe not get so irritated, and... Uh, if I definitely if I'm in an opportunity where I can help someone especially if I have the knowledge and expertise the equipment I need I definitely need, I need to some quick physical therapy that's right physical therapy laid on the side of the road <laughs> here <laughs> man here's some physical therapy for you <laughs> that's, right. that's right do some arm flexion <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right but yeah that's the time that I uh, locked my keys in my car and uh, maybe you can relate it was one of those things oh I, I completely forgot to mention this the car, when I got it, only came with one set, one key. One key mm. and a key fob. And so, when I called my dad, the first thing he said is, yeah, I was thinking the other day, we needed to get you another key fob. <laughs> I was like, 
That that really just doesn't help me right now. It makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, like, first of all, I really wish you had mentioned that to me. Not that I probably would have gotten a key. Yeah. Just because of, you know, life and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. Not don't get so frustrated, Jeremy. I guess that's the lesson. But things worked out really well, and that's another lesson: is when plans go awry. I mean, you get a cool story out of it, and you know things usually things work, work out, out. All right. So for the best. That is right. So any closing remarks from that? No, uh, sounds like something that might happen to me, but it hasn't happened to me. Yeah, I've I've been scared of locking my keys out, of my, locking my keys in my car multiple times because there's only the one key, and I've just never done it. And then in this one moment of stupidity, I, I no, did. what would have been stupid would have been breaking the window. I thought about it. I I didn't think about it very long, <laughs> but I, I mentioned to a coworker, I was like. Uh, I was telling the story and this individual goes just break the window I was like it crossed my mind but it was a very small moment in time it was a nanosecond I, I mean like, what were you going to do drive to the date with your fucking window like the, the window in the seat you know <laughs> I was like I, I, I thought for a second I could just break the window no that's not a good idea <laughs> so that's how my mind works anyway could you get into the trunk I thought about that too and no I mean, I didn't have any key. I mean, there was no physical way to get in. My dad goes, uh, we could get a key fob. or, or We need to get another key fob. I was like, yeah, but we have to program it. He's like, yeah, that's right. I was, like, ah! I was so frustrated, but it worked out well, and everyone was really helpful and kind to me about it. Uh, that, that was really trying to help me out of the situation. I was just, I don't know. I really wanted to try to get out of the situation on my own without anybody's help, and that didn't work out. It did. No, it didn't. You beat it. That, I mean... Someone had to help me. Well, but it wasn't your dad. So? Well, I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> no, I, I I was trying to do it on my own. I locked him in there. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Breaking the, win- breaking the window was a way to do that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It was an option. <laughs> okay, so now it is time for the Clash of the Wits. Uh, Steven won last week and is winning 6-3, to three, so let's see... Uh, how it goes this week. Uh, let's start with Justin. What do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's, That's a Justin funny. joke. Yeah, it is a Justin joke. I like his little one-liners, to be honest with you. And I like his accent he did it with. Yeah. Or was that <laughs> an accent? Call, what I do think, you call a one-eyed deer? I think it was an, ac- uh, an accent. But very good. Very good, Justin. All right, Stephen, what do you have? With St. Patrick's Day upon us, perhaps a joke concerning the Irish. <laughs> what would you call an Irishman who bounces off the walls? Rick O'Shea. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that was horrible. That was pretty bad, Mr. Steven. <laughs> I, 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 the accent, magnificent. Yeah, the accent was, was, was on point. <laughs> but the uh, joke was a little lacking this week. I, I, I would agree. I think Justin won. won Justin wins. All right, uh, fans, uh, if, you, if you think otherwise, be sure to let us know and uh, sway us the other way. But I think that Stephen, I'm sorry, Justin won this week. Why do I always do that? Yeah. Almost every single episode I mix them up. Come on, dude. I don't know. Forgive me. All right, so on the second segment of the show, we wanted to, uh, we had this idea to kind of talk about uh, a letter to our younger self. Uh, what would we tell our younger self um, from what we know now about our lives? I didn't want to put a specific age on it, but because uh, you know, we neither of us have really lived that long. We haven't lived that long. We really haven't experienced that much. But I thought that there might be some interesting things that we could share, and things that we could share with the uh, you know younger generation. Maybe something they could learn from it. So 
This segment's kind of uh, inspired by the song Letter to Me by Brad Paisley. I'm not going to uh, condone every lyric that's in the, in the, in the song, but uh, most of it is, is quite good, and uh, it's very interesting to me. Uh, it just makes me think every time I hear it. So, um, just, uh, so um, Garrett, what would you say? I would say that to my younger self, especially my high school days, to not worry about so much about what people think about you. Right. To be yourself. And I really mean that. That sounds cliche. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. And in high school, you know, I, I'm i not saying I like th- those memories mean a lot to me. And, and I'm glad I know the people that I, I do from high school. But I don't talk to a lot of them anymore. Right, right. And even if I did... I mean, I would I would be myself around him. I wouldn't try to be something uh, that I'm not. Yeah, so, something different. Yeah, I would I would be myself. Not worry about what they think, and because you know you, you 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 people don't really know you if you're not yourself. You're what you, you try to act like what you think they want you to be. Right. Kind of going so, back to what we talked about with uh, first impressions. Yeah. A few episodes back. Yeah, I think that I think that's really good. I didn't have that specific one down. Something in reference to high school. This may be a little controversial. So, uh, parents, if you disagree, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, the ACT, at least in my experience, the ACT is an absolute joke. And I don't mean that to say um, do not try to get a good score on it because there's definitely a lot of benefit of getting a good score on it. I did not get a very good score on it. Doesn't mean that I'm not smart. No. But when I took the test, I remember the two times I took the test, the night before, that is possibly the most nervous I have ever been in my life. It's it's up there, Man. at least. I was I could not sleep very well at all before it, which may have contributed to bad scores, but those were just so nerve-wracking to me. I, I hated it. And now I'm in college, and while I did not... Um, go to a prestigious college and yes I did have to pay um, you know out of pocket I didn't get a, a scholarship for my ACT scores I'm doing just fine in, in school and I don't mean that I'm like squeaking by like I'm doing well I got into a hard program and I, I think that I think that at that age when you're in high school so much emphasis is put on your grades and your AT, ACT scores and your SAT scores and all that kind of stuff and I don't know there's value to that, but at least to my younger self, just don't sweat it that much. It just wasn't yeah. worth it to me. Well, I think it's important, like, if you, if you need a scholarship or something, right. but in the long run, if you don't do great on it, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a good career, make good grades in college. doesn't even mean that you're not smart. Yeah. Some people just aren't good test takers. I had a average, a little bit above average, but not anything amazing score. Right, right. So. Yeah, mine, mine was good enough. <laughs> I just went with it kind of from there uh one thing along with that that i might say is especially my younger self but even now being in this program and the stresses that i have in a difficult program with a lot of high stress situations my anxiety is something that i struggle with a lot and mm-hmm. i if i could write a letter to my younger self especially leading up to college i would tell myself that those things that you're nervous about they work out just fine, yeah. And you're going to be just fine. Well, yeah. Well, that's another thing is um, when bad things happen, it generally almost always works out. 
I know. Isn't that, isn't that weird? How yeah. That, I don't know if that's we adapt or things just aren't that bad or maybe we're just yeah. really privileged. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, to, I don't know. My anxiety is just something that I've battled with all my life. And especially the things I'd worried about when I was younger. Like, there's just no value in it whatsoever yeah. to worry about those things. What's another one you have? Well, um, I would say similar to your ACT is, score is do your best in high school, but it's it's not the end of the world. Right. I'm not I'm not giving bad advice. Or you need to do your best. Absolutely. And I didn't always do my best. I'll I'll just be honest in high school. But like I feel like even though I didn't do my best in high school, um, I was still able to go and and graduate college and get a good job. Right. And um, so I would just say that. If, if, if you're struggling in high school, it's not it's not the end of the world. Right. So, Yeah. Some of that could sound bad, and neither one of us are trying to say that high school doesn't matter, the ACT doesn't matter. That's not all what we mean. But as we've lived a little bit, it's just some things that I guess we both kind of realize that yeah. are more important than the other. College is one of those things like the, these are the things they look at now. They don't really look back to the high school. But if you are in that age group of high school and leading up to high school, I'm very serious when I say this. Absolutely try your best. And that is one thing that I might conversely tell my younger self. I didn't try very hard in high school. And that's something that I wish that I had. I could have maybe gotten scholarships and that kind of stuff. If I would had the work ethic I had in college, that I have in college, that in high school, it would have been so much better. I was about to say, if I had learned... You know some better habits in high school. Maybe I would be further along now. Right. So I'm not diminishing that the importance of doing your best. I'm just saying if you're not, if you're if you are struggling in high school or uh, haven't done your best today, it's it it's not too late. It's not in the world. Absolutely, it's not too late. Start now. Start today. That's what that's what I would say. Uh, it makes me think of Micah Clem. He he has a YouTube channel, and on that channel he said about making resolutions a lot of people wait until new year's to start them but start today start your resolutions today yeah that's so a good I, idea. I think i think that's interesting i might would say when i was thinking about this i was like maybe i should say to my a younger self before i was working at cei when you work at cei put those books for steven in your <laughs> car but then i was also thinking you know that, that's an interesting story. It was a life learning experience, so I probably wouldn't write that to myself, but I thought I might should mention it. Yeah. There's a line in here in the song that says, P.S. Go hug Aunt Rita every chance you get. Every chance you can, excuse me. And uh, that was something when I read that, I kind of thought of you and uh, your, your aunt that you lost to cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought maybe you could relate to that. And I haven't lost anyone close to me in my life. Uh, up to this point, but maybe it's a lesson to myself right now to uh, go hug the people that are important to you. Yeah, I think I've actually thought about that before with her. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I, well, I was close to her, but you know, think of times that you didn't see her and stuff, and you could have had that time and you don't. So I would say to make sure you hug everyone you're close to as much as you can. Yeah, make make sure that they know they're special to you. Um, maybe maybe not hug even just. High five. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going for. So, okay. uh, There's another line in the show that says, uh, in the show, excuse me, in the song, that says, all I can say is pain like that is fast and it's rare. And it's talking about kind of the 
uh, relationship pain. It, it says in the song, let's see here, uh, when you break up after seven months, that kind of thing. Uh, and I've gone through times like that in my life where you got some pretty intense pain and you kind of wonder how you can continue with your life, that kind of thing. And uh, I, I, w- I might concur with the song and write to myself, pain like that, it is fast and it's, it is rare. Like you, you don't have that very often and I hope you don't have that. And I might tell myself you haven't had that often in your life. That's a yeah. kind of a one time thing. And uh, they also mention in the song, he talks about uh, finding the woman that he has, whatever. And uh, th- that kind of makes me think of the, how I'm blessed right now with Alyssa. And I'm sure you think the, kind of the same thing with Amber. Well, duh. We'll do. But uh, very special people to us. And uh, I might I might would write my younger self about that. But, you know, I've thought <laughs> a little bit off topic. I don't know if I had... If I had written to myself and said, this is somebody you're going to date and mean so much to you, and it's someone I knew at that point, uh-huh. I wonder how that would change things, you know? That is weird to think about. Would, would that mean, yeah. would, I, would I make a fool of myself or go after that too soon? You know, the timing has to work out. Anyway, kind of off topic there. On the topic of friends, uh, I might mention that uh, Caleb, uh, my brother-in-law, when he came into the family, I really didn't think of him much as a brother. But uh, at this point, absolutely. I couldn't ask for a, bro- a better brother. And uh, so I would write to myself before they got married that uh, <laughs> this individual is, is going to be somebody that you think very highly of and very important in your life and uh, even helps you out with the podcast. So how about that? <laughs> Uh, I'd also write to myself, Garrett uh, isn't the guy that you couldn't stand as a kid. We've, t- I think we've talked about. I this don't know. If, have we talked about this on the show? We may not have, but you and I did not get along whatsoever as kids, and no. it was kind of stupid. It was all surrounded by football, I think. But uh, Garrett uh, ends up being <laughs> one of your absolute best friends, and uh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be that'd be quite the surprise for me to read uh, as a as a ten year old. Yeah, I'm like Garrett. Is gonna be one of my best friends. Like I don't want to live this life. <laughs> no man. Oh my. Do you have any other ones that you thought of? No, that was the main couple that I had thought about. Right. But well, one that I think that you'll you'll uh, relate to very highly is I might think of someone that you and I were both close to that has forsaken the Lord, and yeah. I got to work with him before he did that, and I think I would tell myself um, that that individual isn't what you think and that you need to help him and uh, you, you might could save a soul so uh, on, a, on a very sober note I think that's something that I would say to my to my future my younger self I agree so we could spend a lot more time on that topic but uh, those were just some things that uh, I had thought about and Garrett had thought about so I didn't mean to talk the whole time but uh, it, that was a good segment. I, I like I like reminiscing. Yeah, I like I like to think about that kind of thing. Great song. If you haven't uh, if you haven't heard the song, like I said, there was a couple lines in the song that I wouldn't condone, but uh, it, it's a really great song. So I would go go listen to that if you have the time. All right, let's uh, enter some answer. Excuse me, some listener questions. Uh, my mom, Rhonda Nia, she asked if you had to move somewhere in the USA. Other than Alabama, where would you move? Where would you move, Garrett? Why do I have to move? 
Because my mommy said so. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess uh, maybe Tennessee. They've Tennessee. got the Smoky Mountains up there. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and it wouldn't be too far from Alabama. Right. <laughs> I understand. Maybe Florida. Yeah. Because it got beaches in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a cool place. I might I might go to North Carolina. I like North Carolina. It's Carolina, we... Tells California. Yep. Somewhere greener, somewhere warmer. Exactly Look it up. Right. Look it up, kids. <laughs> no, uh, I I do like North Carolina. I've been there many times in my life. I also like Tennessee, Florida. I could I could go with that. I've been to Arkansas many times in my a few times in my life, I should say. And from what I saw of it, it, it was it was really cool the area I was in. So never been to Arkansas. That 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 might be a cool place to go. But you know, good question, mommy. Gable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gable Duke Duke not dude Gable Duke Gable dude uh, he he <laughs> asked in honor of March Madness which is when we're recording that it's uh, getting started here in next week or so what's your favorite mascot and it can't be the cop out answer Big Al or Obby I like the uh, I like Western Kentucky's mascot Big Red I don't know why he exists I don't know what he has to do with the mascot Hilltoppers but he's unique and he's big and he's red and I like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I like that. Uh, I kind of like the the Oregon Duck. Thinking about that, he does it, a lot of push-ups. Pretty, yeah, he does a lot. If of they're push-ups. good, they weren't very good last year. Right, right. <laughs> That's true. But uh, I, I like them. And then just you know, I could say Wildcats, and you just cover everything. You, you can Wildcat and Tigers. Yeah, you could be anything you wanted. But. Uh, I had one in mind, and I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, oh, yeah. It was uh, the Tulane uh, Green Wave. I, I don't know if I've actually seen their mascot, but I, don't I can only one. imagine. Really? It's just a big green wave. That's, dis- that's disappointing. Thank you, Gable, for that question. Uh, Katie asks, uh, you walk into a donut shop. What kind are you going to get? Oh, easily. Just the regular glaze if it's warm. Amen. If it's not warm, stick it in the microwave for eight seconds. Oh, that was very specific. Eight seconds. That's that does it. All right. Well, I didn't know that. Learn yeah. something new every day. But mine would be the original glaze too. I, the jelly donuts and chocolate donuts and stuff. That's that's fine and dandy. But it's just not not a donut to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very passionate about the the plain donuts. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I can eat a whole box of them. I did not know that. I didn't that, know you're that passionate. Dude, about them. I love donuts. Huh. Well, how about that? I didn't know. Rashad Carswell got yeah. me into donuts. I remember he was a big donut guy. Uh, Matthew asks, Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? What you getting? I I don't know the difference, really. I'm, I'm sorry. I pro- people are probably going to flip out, but uh, I, I don't drink a lot of soft drinks. Right. I'm not, I'm not a health nut or anything. I just don't yeah. drink that many. But You're a sweet tea guy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, he is. Uh, but I don't really know the difference, so I can't effectively answer that. I mean, I probably have drank more Mountain Dew in my life than Mellow Yellow. I think that there is a little bit of a distinct taste. Um, people say that there is, and just in my mind, I can kind of picture a little bit of a different in taste. I think I favor um, Mountain Dew, but uh, I couldn't. I, I might go Sun Drop, <laughs> oh. if I'm being honest. Have you, you, wanna... ever, you remember having Squirt? I think I brought you one when yeah. we worked together. Yeah. That's what Citrus drinks, that's what I go for, Squirt. I like Squirt. Uh, N underscore C Johnson on Twitter. That's Natalie Johnson. She asks, brownie or cookie? I would... Uh, yes. <laughs> Amen. I can't I can't decide on this one. Chocolate chip cookies are might be my favorite dessert, 
But if you have like chocolate, chocolate chip, chocolate brownies, you know, with chocolate brownies, chocolate chips, yeah. and they're warm. That's that's. I'm a dessert good. expert. Yeah. yeah, I think I would go cookie just because I there's a lot of variety. Yeah. Under the name cookie, Ugh. but uh, under brownie, you know, they're pretty. What about brownie specific. cookies? Those exist. I don't know, but we could try. Yeah, we could try right now. Uh, <laughs> Justin sent me an email, and I thought it was uh, noteworthy. He he sent how uh, a conspiracy theory. How I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, really, but just an interesting fact. Neil Armstrong. If you take the Neil and the first letter of his last name A, and you spell it backwards, it spells alien. So so. Uh, did he just literally? I have a piece of paper here. Did he literally just send an email that says Neil Armstrong? No, no, no. Spells alien. <laughs> no, that's, I could see him doing that. That's a little bit of uh, shorthand, so I would remember what it was about. It's a little bit more extensive than that, but there really wasn't. There wasn't much information. It was just. It was mainly that. I, it was basically like I thought this was interesting. There you go. Like, it's clearly a, means Neil Armstrong was or is an alien. Is he yeah. dead? I think he is dead. Isn't he dead, Caleb? Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know, he said. Okay, all right, well. I feel like I heard that he was dead, but maybe he's not. All right. Uh, John Glenn died recently, but I don't know. What well, actually, you, you know what? I, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that needless fact. <laughs> all right, uh, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. The best advice in the world. Thank you, Justin. Uh, and... The topic today is, this was submitted by a fan. It says, I often arrive places late. What are some ways to help me be punctual? And I think that that means on time and not any reference to punctuation. Who knows? Who knows? English. Um, it's not important to be punctual. Why are we even talking about this? I agree. I, personally, I love when people show up late. Yes. Makes me feel like, like me today for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I loved every minute of that. <laughs> I love what I don't like people, so when they don't show up on time, it makes me feel better. What about showing up late for work? Who cares? That's right. That's right. Especially it, be late for dates, though. Yeah. Well, if, if they're willing to wait on you, they're the one for you. That is exactly right. <laughs> I could not have said it better myself, Garrett. You are a smart man. That's how you got a fiance, isn't it? That's right. I was late for all the dates, and she stuck around. Actually, you're I like, was late sometimes, but like it was like a minute. <laughs> Oh, a minute. <laughs> I was late to my second year anniversary date. Why? Have I mentioned this story? Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that submission for the best advice in the world. All right. Well, that's our show for today. I hope that that was interesting and uh, insightful for you. Uh, we want to thank Katie for, uh, you know, all her help that she does on the show, uh, especially with the music and it's Yay, fantastic Katie. music. So we, we want to thank you for that. You do a great job, and looking forward to the new music on the show uh, that we hopefully have in the work uh, in the works. We record this before we release it. Obviously, sometimes it's longer before we release it than others, um, so it's possible that there's new music in this episode. It's also possible that there's not new music in this episode. Who knows? We don't. <laughs> That's exactly right. Isn't that weird to think about? Because I'll go back and listen to this, and I was like, "Yeah, at that point, I didn't know if there would be new music in the episode." <laughs> Tangent. Okay, uh, we want to thank our friend Kevin for helping us record uh, the, the song uh, that plays every episode. And we want to thank Justin and Steven for, 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 wow, 
Providing jokes. Why can't I talk? Providing jokes. Uh, we want to thank our team of hard, selfless workers uh, for their expertise. Our head producer and editor, Caleb, uh, who did a lot of great work for us last, last episode. So if you see him, make sure to thank him. Our head graphic designer, Corbin. Our assistant producer, Joshua, uh, always ready to help, and we really appreciate him for that. And our voiceover artist, Justin. I personally also want to thank uh, Garrett for joining us today. Uh, you do a great job, buddy. I love you being on the show with me. So Thanks, buddy. You're welcome, buddy. Uh, I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. You give of your time and your attention. And we don't take that lightly, and we hope that you I enjoy do. the... <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, okay. We, I hope you enjoy the product that we uh, try to produce for you. Uh, let's remember that we are the light of the world. Uh, remember that this week as we try to live upside down. <laughs> I did it again. Don't live upside down. No. <laughs> upside up in an upside down world. What is wrong with me? All right, guys. Have a great week. What's Bye. wrong with you? Thanks for listening. Leave a comment on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. Tell me. I don't know the next lyric. Sorry to disappoint you. We're recording now? Yes. It's okay. I never saw the end in sight. Fools are kind of blind. Thought everything was going alright. But I was running out of time. Cause you had one foot out the door. But if you're really going away, you don't know the words, do you? Not right off the top of my head. Round of applause. You know, you remember when that was cool? I don't. He's like, yeah, I can tolerate that kid. Not my favorite person I've ever seen. What do you think about me? I think he likes you a lot. Why? Because you're his age. What does that have to do with anything? Amber's not my age. I like her. Age is nothing. <laughs> we gotta hurry. Answer. It's my sister. I know. Answer her. <laughs> no, I'll text her. This is my signature move. Good morning, good afternoon, or good morning. Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and I'm joined by the bearded baller himself. What's up? You said good morning, good afternoon. I was going to point that out. I was going to point it out. It's going to go right into the... Yeah, it's okay. Okay. No worries. I thought that I may have. Something didn't sound right. All right. (laughs) Things are going well today. What's wrong with him? (laughs) I hope that gets in there. I gotta go. Bye, buddy. Thanks for joining us.